بدني خيره وشره لم تسبقه فيه خيره ومره تسبيق للدرع ولذلك في هذا ان ينظر تسبيق في سلطة الجزم فذلك في هذا يسبق في سلطة الجزم
command to other men that they are everything, everything that exists and everything that happens. We have created him by cover. I mean, as we between by sending it to a certain person and a certain amount. Most of the things that are not in the sun of God and the sun of God are in the sun of God. The Salaf are in the shame. The Salaf are in the shame. The Salaf are in the shame. But 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 the Salaf are in the shame. Thank you. 
درجات ومراتب وكيف يبدو ازداد الله سبحانه وتعالى من
But in Islam, we believe that a caliph is one. There is only one nation. In everything that exists, including the actual countries of existence, by Allah's permission and by Allah's power. And it's funny, if each of these words are given, they cannot do it just as they cannot do it unless they have the will. Unless they have a will to do what they do and an ability to execute their will and put their will and their ability to create by Allah. He says that some people deny this fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is or that he brings into existence his evil and they say that it is the human being who does so and therefore they have made the human being the creator along with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these are the four levels of humanity in an element that is the knowledge, the knowledge of knowledge of everything, the writing of everything, the writing of everything, that Allah is whatever happens to the one that brings it into existence by creation. Then he said, whoever disbelieves in one of these, from one of these degrees the levels of the other, whoever disbelieves in one of them, he has disbelieved in one of the other. And whoever rejects any aspect of the levels of the degrees of the remains of the other, ever rejects one aspect of it, then he has rejected the whole of it. So he rejected the whole of it, he has disbelieved in one of the other. And then the Whatever he will, but it is a piece of the question. In the human being, he 
choose what we do. So I tell the people what is right and what is wrong. And I have referred the people to be good by punishing them to be good. And to deserve them from evil by threatening them with the punishment. And he has said the revelation to the prophets and what we do so that the people will know that which is right and that which is wrong. And then they will refuse to act in good with that which is being allowed and to be good. So, here he said, in this ayat we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not pleased with Kufr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not pleased with Shirk. Allah is not pleased with disobedience to him. So whatever he has created, the human being is expected to admit, and whatever he has put with him, is expected to fulfill. So he says, the evil
that he doesn't give that person the success in following the guidance. He leaves the one who turns away from the truth, he leaves him in that which he wants to go to. And he makes the way easy for him to do that which he wants to do. So he leaves him. The one who turns away from the guidance of Allah, then Allah makes it easy for them to turn away. And he abandons them and leaves them in misguidance. And he guides whomever he wills, and therefore he gives him the success, the tawfiq, the success in following the guidance and following the right way. And this is due to his fadl, due to the favor and the grace of the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whoever he leads astray, it is due, due to his justice. And he goes to the fact that that person deserves to be led astray because he turned away from Allah. So Allah turns him away. And whoever Allah guides, it is his favor and his bounty that he gives to whomever he wills. He's a favor from Allah because Allah is the one who made the way for that person to be guided by sending the prophets and the messengers and the revelations and by opening that person's heart to the truth when they saw it. He says, So everyone is made easy, everyone is facilitated and it is made easy for him by the facility of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَقُلُّمْ مُيَسَّرٌ بِتَيْسِرِهِ إِلَى مَا سَبَقَ مِنْ عِلْمِهِ وَقَدْرِهِ مِنْ شَقِيٍ أَوْ سَعِيدٍ يعني that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has facilitated or made easy by his facility to, for every person to fulfill that which has preceded in his knowledge and his divine pre-decree Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala facilitates it for whomever he wills. That is, that they be of those who are shaqiyun, wretched, meaning the people of hellfire, the people who will lose out, or they will be from the sa'id, those who are fortunate, the fortunate ones, meaning the people of paradise. Allah makes easy for everyone, whether they will be of those who will lose or those who will be successful. He is the one who makes it easy for them. Uh, and his knowledge of such and his divine decree of it precedes it. Ta'ala Allah ayyakuna fi mulkihi ma la yurid. Yani Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is high above, exalted and far removed from the possibility of there being in his kingdom that which he does not will. That which he has not willed. Aw yakuna li ahadin anhu or that anyone, yani that anyone would be free of need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, without need of Allah. Allah is far removed from the possibility of such, that there be anything in his kingdom that he doesn't will, or that yani his universal, uh, his shari, yani anything in his universal will. There's nothing in his universal will, except, yani nothing happens except that it is within the bounds of his universal will. And there is no one who is without need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. خَالِقًا لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ أَلَا هُوَ رَبُّ الْعِبَادِ وَرَبُّ عَمَالِهِمْ وَالْمُقَدِّرُ لِحَرَكَاتِهِمْ وَأَجَالِهِمْ He said that it is also يعني, impossible that anyone can be free of need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while he is the creator, while he is the khaliq of everything. How can anyone be free of need of him? How can anyone do that which he doesn't will while he is the creator. Isn't he the Rabb of the Ibad, the Lord of the creatures, of the created beings? 
and the Rabb, the Lord of their actions. Yani the one who brought them into existence and also the creator of their actions. And he is the Muqaddir, the one who decrees or measures their harakat, yani their movements and their ajal, yani their lifespans. Here the Shaykh, he says in the explanation of this point that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he leads astray whomever he wills. Then he abandons them due to his justice. And he guides whomever he wills. And he gives them the success from his favor or his bounty. Whoever Allah wants to abandon and to lead him astray, he prohibits him from the hidayah, the guidance. Whoever Allah wills that he abandon him and that he lead him astray and that he prohibit him from the guidance, the hidayah, then Allah does so. He does whatever he wills. And that is justice from him. And it is putting the balala, astrayness, in the place that is appropriate for it. Yani when Allah leads someone astray, it means that misguidance, he has placed it in the place that is appropriate. He has misguided the one who deserves to be misguided. He has misguided the one who turns away from the guidance. Then he makes it easy for him to go astray. He said, because justice, al-adl, it is putting a thing in its place. It is putting a thing in its place. So putting misguidance in its place, where it belongs for the one who deserves it, that is Allah's justice. It is not injustice from Allah. He said, when we see what has preceded in the knowledge of Allah and His pre-decree, and whoever has chosen misguidance, whoever has chosen misguidance, and if they have rejected the truth and they have turned away from the guidance, when we see this, when that happens that a person chooses misguidance, then Allah increases them in their misguidance. And he gives them the ability or the success to take the measures that assure their misguidance and increase in misguidance. Yani Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he makes it easy for them to uh, take the measures so that they would continue in their misguidance and be increased in it. And this is pure justice from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's pure justice because when somebody turns away, then Allah allows them to turn away and facilitate for them that it is in accordance with their will that they refuse to accept the right way. So whoever Allah wills, guidance for him. And he gives him the success or the ability to follow the guidance and to take the necessary measures to be guided aright. Then this is also justice. It is also justice because it is putting the guidance in the place that is suitable, appropriate for it. For the one who is seeking guidance and turns towards the truth and Allah gives them, He gives them the success in following that guidance. This is also justice in that Allah has put the guidance in the place that is suitable for it. However, it is also His bounty. It is also the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because if He had left that person without a messenger and without the legislation, the guidance that He has sent, then indeed that person would have gone, fallen into clear misguidance. And that person would not have known how to worship his Lord. And he would not have known how to search for and to seek out his pleasure. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had not granted the guidance, sent the prophets and messengers in the revelation, 
Then, if, then, then that person would have gone astray for sure and they would not have known how to worship Allah and to seek His pleasure. Therefore, it is Allah's bounty, it is His fadl, it is His favor and His grace when somebody is guided. Both guidance and misguidance, al-hidayah wa dhalal, both of them are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is mentioned in innumerable verses in the Qur'an, and amongst them the Shaykh mentions that which is in Surah Al-An'am, verse 125, Whoever Allah wills in his irada, whoever Allah wills to guide, then he guides them. Whoever Allah wills to guide, يَشْرَحْ صَدْرَهُ Islam. Then he opens his heart, opens his chest towards Islam, that he is receptive to the Islam. وَمَنْ يُرِدْ أَنْ يُذِلَّهُ يَجْعَلْ صَدْرَهُ بَيِّكًا حَرَجًا كَأَنَّهُ يَسْعَادُ كَأَنَّهُ يَسْعَادُ فِي السَّمَاءِ فَذَلِكَ يَجْعَلْ اللَّهِ الرِّجْسَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ يعني whoever Allah wills that he lead him astray then he makes his heart or his chest tight يعني restricted as though he is ascending up into the heavens and in this way, Allah, He causes the rich, the, the uncleanliness to be upon those who do not believe. So here in this ayat it is clear, and whoever Allah wills to guide, He opens their heart towards the Islam, and whoever Allah wills to be astray, then He restricts their chest, so that they don't the come to the truth. And likewise, the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Nahab chapter 16, verse 93, But if Allah had willed, if it was the Mashiach of Allah, and in His universal will, He would have made all of you one Ummah, one nation, all following one way. But Allah, leads astray whomever He wills, and He guides whomever He wills. Allah leads astray whomever He wills, justly, those who deserve it. And He guides whomever He wills, and those who deserve it, who turn towards it or open their heart, then Allah facilitates for them the way to find the guidance. And then the, say, the saying of Al-Imam Ibn Abi Zayd, فكل ميسر بتيسيره إلى ما سبق من علمه وقدره من شقين أو سعيد من everyone who is facilitated by the facility of Allah everyone it is made easy for them by Allah's facility to move towards or to execute that which has preceded in his knowledge in his divine decree whether that person would be of the wretched, yani those who would be in the hellfire, or those who are fortunate, those who would be in the paradise. And this is, as it has been mentioned in a number of hadith, and here the Shaykh has mentioned one of them, the saying of the Prophet وسلم, in the Sahih al-Bukhari and Muslim, He said that act, yani do the good deeds, do whatever you intend to do, for everyone, it will be made easy for him to go towards and to reach that which he has been created for. Whoever has been created to be in the hellfire, it will be made easy, it will be facilitated for them to do that. And whoever has been created for the paradise, it will be made easy for them. Allah will facilitate for them to do the deeds of the people of paradise. 
the Prophet he told them don't rely on the decree, the pre-decree, but act because everyone will have it made easy for them to do with that which he has been created for. Inshallah we'll stop to, for the adhan for a moment and complete and quickly that which is remaining do in Allah.
that Allah is far removed from the possibility of there being anything in His creation that He does not will. It is indeed the falsehood to ascribe to Allah that something will happen in His sovereignty, in His kingdom, in spite of His will, the contrary or in contradiction to His will. This is something unimaginable. Rather, whatever Allah, when Allah wills a matter, it is. And whenever He doesn't will, it will not be. As for His saying, or that they should be for anyone. And that anyone in the creature, of the creatures would be free of need of Allah. He said, the proof against this is the saying of Allah. Uh, the saying of Allah in Surah Al-Zumr, verse 39. أَنْتُمْ الْفُقَرَاءَ أَنْتُمْ الْفُقَرَاءَ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ الْغَنِيمُ الْحَمِيدِ That you are the ones who are in need of Allah, while Allah is the one who is free of need, the praiseworthy. Therefore no one is free of need. No one will be free of need of Allah even for the blinking of an eye. Indeed, every human being is in need of Allah. In terms of his creation, that Allah created him and brought him into existence, and the controlling of his affairs, Allah is the one who controls the affairs of the universe, as well as his guidance, yani Allah guiding him to that which is for his benefit in this world and in the next life. Every human being is in need of Allah. Khaliqun likulli shayin, and Allah is the creator of everything. This is like the saying of Allah, Allahu khaliqu. Allahu khaliqu kulli shayin, Allah is the creator of everything. Uh, actually, uh, now, this ayat, Allahu khalaqu kulli shayin, this is in Surah Al-Zumar, and the previous ayat is Surah Al-Fatir, chapter 35, verse 15. This is the ayat in Surah Al-Zumar, said that Allah is the creator, the creator of everything. So there is nothing in the heavens and the earth except that Allah has created it. And he says, yani, the argument that he makes for this is a rational argument that anything, it will either be anything, yani, thing that exists, it is neither the creator or it is the creation. And when we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the creator, and there is no creator other than him, then this necessitates us to admit that there is nothing besides him except that it is creation. And it is in need of a Rabb, yani, to care for it and to sustain it and to guide it and to direct it. And this is what Imam Ibn Abi Zayd uh, intended when he said, Allahu wa Rabbul Ibad wa Rabbu A'malihim, that indeed Allah isn't He the one who is the Lord of His creatures, His servants, and the Lord of their actions, and the one who brings them into existence and then sustains and provides for them, and He is the one also who is the creator of their actions. And this is similar to the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al Safat. Chapter 37, verse 96. And this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed in reference to the people of Ibrahim alayhi salam when they used to make idols. He said, Allah revealed this ayat, Allah is the one who created you and that which you do. Yani the statues or the idols that you make, Allah is the creator of you and that what you do. And this is the proof that Allah is not only the creator of the creatures, but He is also the creator of the actions of the creatures. So that the actions of the servants are also created by Allah. Allah has pre-decreated and He has written it and He willed it and then He brought it into existence by His ability or His power and His knowledge and in accordance with His wisdom. Allah is the one who controls the movements and He is the one who, or who sets the movements of the human beings and He is the one who has set 
the lifespan or their time or their existence in this world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the one who decreed the movement as well as stillness. And everything, He is the one who created it. And He is the one who set the lifespan for the servants. He has written the lifespan of every created being before He created the heavens and the earth. And this is, uh, He encloses with the ayah from Surah Al-A'raf, verse 34. That when their turn, the term of their existence, when it comes, the end of their turn comes, then there is no delaying it, not even for an hour, nor advancing it. Yani Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set the time for the creatures in this world. No one will live in this world and nothing will exist in this world. Yani beyond that which he has said, yani they will not go out of existence before it's time or after it. And then he says the summary of this is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides whom he wills by his favor or his bounty, and he leads astray whomever he wills by his justice. And every everyone, every human being, it will be made easy for them to reach that which they have been created for. Yani to do the deeds that will facilitate them reaching that which they have been created for. And nothing exists in this universe except uh, that it is the qadr of Allah or the qadr of Allah that He executes it and no one is without need of Allah and that Allah is the creator of the people as well as their actions and the one who has yani, control over and sets the measure of the movements as well as uh, the absence of movement. This is the end of yani, what we can cover for today, what we had intended to reach for today. Uh, the questions, if we can just look at them briefly, yani, uh, maybe there's 10 minutes remaining before the iqama. We'll take five minutes and try to answer the questions quickly. Uh, as for the detailed answers of those questions, and we can refer back to uh, any notes that we have. Explain what is meant by al-Iman and al-Qadr, khaylihi wa sharrihi. And in brief, what is meant by al-Iman and al-Qadr, it means to believe that everything that exists, it is by the will of Allah, that nothing happens in this world except that Allah is pre-decreated. And, it, and, and that whatever happens to us, it could not have passed us by, and whatever passed us by, it would not have yani, befallen us. Discuss the difference between al-Qadr and al-Qadr. The difference, yani, some of the scholars, many of the scholars of the past, and contemporary scholars from the people of Sunnah, have said that these words are often used interchangeably to have the same meaning. However, if they are used, that is if they are used separately. However, if they are used together, then the meaning of al-Qadr, it means that which Allah has pre-decreed. He has pre-measured. And al-Qadr, it means the execution of what He has pre-decreed. Shaykh Muhammad Musa'i has mentioned this in a number of places. Uh, perhaps some amongst them is in his explanation of Rumat al-Tiqad, or it is in al-Aqib al-Wasatiyah. Number three, define and discuss the difference between al-Irada al-Qawniya, the universal will, and al-Irada al-Shara'iya, the legal, legislative will of Allah the Most High. The difference is that al-Irada al-Qawniya, it is that thing which when Allah wills it, it must happen. Whereas al-Irada al-Shara'iya, it may or may not happen. And the second difference is al-Irada al-Qawniya, it is of those things which Allah loves and that which He does not love. Whereas al-Irada al-Shara'iya is only that which Allah loves and is pleased with. Mention and explain the four levels or degrees of Iman al-Qadr, the faith and divine decree. They are ill knowledge, 
and Al-Kitabah, the writing of everything that would happen, Al-Iradah, that nothing happens except by the will of Allah, and Al-Khalq, that Allah is the only creator, the creator of everything, the creatures and the actions. Uh, number five, what is the Hukum Shari? Maybe ruling concerning one who denies only one of the levels of any man can follow. Yani the legal ruling concerning the one who denies even one of the aspects of Al-Qadr is that that person has, if they deny one of those degrees or one of those aspects, they deny the Qadr. And whoever denies Al-Qadr, they have disbelieved. Because Al-Qadr is one of the fundamental or the basic pillars of faith. Uh, mention the two deviations or deviant groups related to Al-Imam Al-Qadr. The two deviations are those who said that the human being has absolute free will and his will is not subject to the will of Allah, that is the Qadariyya, and the other is the opposite extreme, those who said the human being has no will, that he is only doing yani, what has been pre-decreed for him without having any ability or any control over what he does. And that is the Jabariyya. Uh, number seven, how can we explain the statement, he Allah will leads astray whenever he wills and, and abandons him, the Adlihi, due to his justice, the explanation of this is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leads astray whomever he wills. By justice it means that he leads astray those who deserve to be astray. That is, those who themselves turn away. Then Allah facilitates for them to turn away, yani to take the means and the measures for their continued misguidance. That is his justice. If everyone is facilitated now Allah to fulfill what he has pre-decreed, as to whether he will be Shaqi or Sa'id, why should anyone strive in doing good deeds? It is because nobody knows what has been pre-decreed for them. If they are the people of paradise or the hellfire, therefore everyone must strive. And if they are the people of the paradise, Allah will make easy for them to do the deeds of paradise. Allah will facilitate them. And if they are the people of hellfire and they turn away from the guidance, Allah will facilitate for them that which Allah has pre-decreed for them. The Prophet ordered the people, اعملوا يعني ordered them, work, work, strive to do good deeds. فَقُلُّنْ نُيَسَّبْ لِمَا قُلِقَ لَهُ For everyone to make easy for them to reach that which he has been created for. Uh, does anything happen in this world contrary to Allah's will, his irada or mashiyah explain? We can say that the explanation of this is if you mean al-irada al-qawniyah, nothing happens contrary to the will of Allah. Al-irada al-qawniyah is universal will. However, if you mean al-irada al-shari'iyah, then the people might act contrary to Allah's will, his legal will, legislative will, that is, they might do that which Allah has prohibited or they might uh, and he failed to perform that which Allah has commanded. Explain the statement, Allah is the creator of the creatures and whatever they do, their actions, this is yani, from the saying of Allah that he is the creator of everything and the saying of Allah in the ayat related to Ibrahim that Allah is the creator and he created you and that which you do, it means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created their ability to act and he created their will to choose and therefore uh, he is the ultimate one who brings into existence the creature as well as that which he does. Allahu alam, subhanak Allahu wa bihamdika, shalom la ilaha ilanta, sabhaka wa tubirik. If there are any questions after salat, anybody who can return may return. Yani maybe there's just two or three minutes before the ikhama. If there's any questions, something left unclear, or any, any correction, especially if there's a correction, one of the brothers uh, corrected something last week, but he corrected us outside, so nobody got the benefit of it. 
so if there's any correction, please bring it to the attention of us yani, while we are in the dars, so that anybody is here, they will also get the benefit of that correction, inshallah.